Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast, now globally ranked and listened to in more than 30 countries worldwide. If you're a regular listener, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you're new here and don't know me yet, I'm your host, Katie Carey, a disabled entrepreneur, independent publisher of books that matter, and an international best-selling author, and of course, the host of this globally ranked podcast. I help metaphysical coaches and healers gain confidence, clarity, raise their visibility and their credibility, giving them the opportunity to shine their light brighter so that the people they are here to serve can find them. I do this by creating opportunities for them to become best-selling authors in my multi-author and solo book projects. I also offer one-to-one mentorship services to help spiritual business owners find and unlock their limiting beliefs. In this podcast, I'll be sharing wisdom from myself, coaches, authors and energy healers that could be just what you need to transform your life today. You can connect with me via the Contact Katie button at my website at www.soulfulvalley.com. Following the incredible success of our recent book launch with Evolving on Purpose, Mindful Ancestors Paving the Way for Future Generations, which you can now buy on Amazon, wherever you live. Becoming an international bestseller in six countries, Soulful Valley are launching another important book collaboration for 2022. Entangled No More, Women Who Broke Free from Toxic Relationships Building Their Own Empires, is a book to help educate people around the subject of toxic relationships. We will be sharing stories about how we healed beyond toxic relationships in romantic relationships with family members, bosses, friends, the toxic relationship with money, and the most important of all, the toxic relationship with the self. If you are a holistic coach or healer who would like to join us in this book collaboration, and become a best-selling author. You can find more by visiting soulfulvalley.com and click on the page Entangled No More. Sonia Weyers is a Gestalt therapist and your happiness guide. Her mission and purpose are to guide you to be your genuine self unapologetically so that you can finally experience your true happiness. It is her own journey and the expertise she gained from it that she now puts at your service to save you the time and livelihood of the search. Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast, Sonia. Hello, Katie. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I've been really super impressed with everything you've done recently. Oh, you're so welcome. It's it's great to finally get in here with you. I know we've tried before and uh, things have come up to stop that, but it is what it's meant to be and we're here today for a reason. So can you share with our listeners what it is that you do in the world? Yeah, so I've, I've come to call myself your happiness guide. Now, I didn't... Um, get there you know I had it was quite a journey to get there but so I have um, I do a couple of different things I'm a gestalt therapist so I see people uh, individuals adults and couples basically um, a lot online now since uh, lockdown and 
also when people call me from far away. Uh, so that's one angle of, of what I do. And the other angle of what I do is I have a whole whole funnel, if you will, of um, personal development things that where I help people to be their genuine self unapologetically so that they can finally experience their true happiness. And that's so important, isn't it? Happiness, being happy with your life. So how did how did you get there then? What was that journey towards happiness like for you? Yeah, so it started, um, you know, I've, I've been a very fortunate human being in that I, and that made it actually in some ways harder that, you know, my parents loved me, they wanted to have me, um, we had no material strife, particularly. Um, but there was something really amiss in my relationship with my mother, that had me grow up not really knowing who I was feeling like I couldn't be loved now I came to understand to understand much later that my mom you know loved me the way she could as they usually do um but it for many years many many years of you know my childhood like from age 10 until many years of therapy that I struggled with the implications of that so you know the love that I wanted to get from my mom into everyone I encountered like I'm you know in those days I might be looking for you to love me the way I wanted to be loved by my mom right that, that can't I work totally right? get that. I, I'm, I'm the little girl who was performing for people to get the applause when I was five years old I totally, totally understand that so I was out there seeking love from everybody else because I didn't experience it at home so yeah totally understand that yeah, and it's like from the outside, it was it was almost invisible, but from the inside, it was like really an invisible trauma. And so it took me really a lot of a lot of grit, really, to find the light because. But there was also some guilt there, you know. What you know? What am I complaining about? Like I've got you know everything except <laughs> except not right. So I've I've had um, a total of about fifteen years of therapy um, since you know in the last twenty twenty. I'm sorry, 30. I'm not as young as I think. I'm 30 some years. Soon so. disappears, doesn't it? <laughs> so, you know, 15 years of therapy, different types of therapy, different, you know, periods. No, it wasn't continuous, um, but, you know, con continuous growth process during which also when I was young, because I didn't really know, you know, who I was, what I wanted, what I liked. So uh, what I was good at was encouraged. And I was good in school. I was good at math. And so I went and studied engineering and I got a master's in statistics and I got a PhD in business where I wrote a thesis in mathematical economics. By the time I got to that last part, I was, um, you know, I'd started going to therapy. And so I kind of you know, peeled all that off like a, an identity that was, there was a casting error, you know, yeah. I started having kids. At that time, you know, I, at some point I decided what was really important. I wanted to change the world. And the way I was going to change the world is by having kids and raising them so that they would kind of, um, you know, carry a sort of ripple effect of making the world a better place. I had that idealistic view when I was, you know, whatever, 25, 26, when I had my first baby. And then I proceeded to, you know, change, like look for what really was the right thing for me to do and you know I I worked with those degrees I had a I was a professor at a prestigious business school here in France where I lived for about three years but then when I had my third child I took a leave of absence 
And when I came back, when my leave of my parental leave was over, I had actually, in the meantime, discovered scrapbooking, so creative photo albums, and I became a scrapbooking consultant, so helping people enhance their photographic memories. Mm-hmm. And it's only really years later that I realized, or that I fully realized, how that had been kind of the premise of my activities to help people find more fulfillment in their life. Like when you see people actually making a creative photo album and enhancing their photos, like it really brings something to them. And, you know, at the time it was like a creative activity, but anyway, in there somewhere I started training as a therapist. And so I didn't practice right away, but it was part of my journey kind of to develop, you know, I early in life, I, I my left brain was kind of, too heavy and so I kind of did creative stuff and human relations stuff and mm. find myself kind of more balanced in the middle kind of thing and then it's, uh, it's the case for a lot of people isn't it because you we often think that the creative things are the things that we haven't got time for mm. because we're so busy on the other side using that logical side of the brain to work and and uh, bring in the money and and we cut ourselves off from from the pieces that's really what we're about the soul <laughs> the, the creative side of us and I smiled when you said that about the photo albums because I've just had my room decorated and I've started a bit of a project myself with creating photo albums that of things photo I've never got around to it for years and years they were just sat in boxes with nothing done to them so I've started to do it and then I realized that had still had lots of empty albums and still lots of photos sitting there that I need to do something with. So I smiled because literally that's just happened. <laughs> and you're talking about that. Just a little reminder that, yeah, I, I can make time for that because that's quite beneficial to me as well. Our synchronicity here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but that's often the case with me. <laughs> yep. So I, you know, I trained as a therapist and it's when I would, when I turned 40, I was like, you know, what am I going to do when I grow up? Like I'm almost grown up, you know? So I, that's when I started actually practicing. And then um, in, yeah, in the recent years, I thought I'd, it's when I came across the opportunity to write a book and I wrote this book about happiness. So Happiness Now, A Guided Journey. I wrote it in English and, and in French. Oh, awesome. Then, you know, I'm a, I'm a curious mind, so I'm always looking for the... I'm just interested in, in, interested in, in, in lots of different things. And so I kind of got interested in growing, you know, and having more of a business side of things, of, um, you know, reaching people further than just my therapy practice that's local, um, or that was local at the beginning anyway. Um, so that's how I got into all this um, kind of more personal development, quote unquote, for the masses. Yeah. And the, the great thing about that is, as well is that in your local area, there, there aren't so many people on the same wavelength as you either. So you end up finding that there are a lot of people that think the way we do, that create the way we do, that want to have or make an impact on the world in a bigger way. Not just through our children, maybe. <laughs> So, yeah, that's quite an important um, topic, I think, at the moment as well, because the world needs a bit more happiness. We need a bit more joy, don't we? Yeah. So so you say uh, happiness and joy. Um, It brings me to, you know, a distinction I like to make that, you know, people ask me what's happiness like or happiness is not possible. Like you can't always be happy. And, you know, I'm really about the happiness that's more about that's about 
peace, meaning, and joy. So the right mix. People ask me what what does happiness mean. So this is how I define it, if you if you will. It's that for each person, it's their mix of peace, meaning, and joy. So you know, some joy, some peace. Because if you're like stressed out or overwhelmed or what, then that's you know not a great way to. Or if you have conflict with people around you or or people not even not around you, you know, conflict. Um, and then meaning to do something that, you know, drives you, that, you know, makes you want to start your day or that makes you happy that you had that day to live in the evening. Yeah, for me. And I'm myself, I'm much more on the side of peace and meaning than than joy per se. You know, I like I like a good joke, but and I'm not searching for joy particularly. Yeah, and for me with, with joy, it's not necessarily about, about um things that make me laugh it's it's about things that light me up that might just be even little things little things like I like to light up my candles in the evening and I feel I feel good it makes me feel happy <laughs> especially when you're on your own I think it's important to to set up your 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 surroundings at home in a way that makes you feel happy and not irritated so you can find you can find joy, can't you, in just the, the tiniest of things and appreciating little things as well. Have you got any tips for people that might help them get a bit closer to finding their happiness and their joy without because often as well we fix this to something externally, don't we? That exactly. other people can make us happy, but that's not the case, is it? Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I don't have any quick tips, although if you're, you know, I have quick how do I want to say so quick tips that will kind of get the edge off of unpleasant situations I can you know there's like all sorts of breathing exercises but one one deep breath that's if you if you put your finger on your diaphragm and you and you breathe in to feel that you're pushing against sorry your finger on your diaphragm underneath your the bone that's there I can't remember um, and you inhale uh, so as to push on your finger so that forces you to have a deep breath right mm -hmm. so if you do three deep breaths like that that's going to you know take things or take the tension down a notch so that's one tip I can I can give um I you know I'm not a, I'm not a big I'm not a big quick tip person like I like to go deep into what's the you know what's the issue that's causing all that but so on in the medium tip if you want I would say you know take a good look at your at your relationships and like what are the relationships that you have that feel you know supportive empowering where sharing is fluid or you know and which are the ones that make you more tense or where there's more conflict and and kind of take a real good look at that and it's just the same way you say um we tend to look outside for for happiness we also in conflict we also tend to look outside like what the other person did to me right mm. and so if you're if you're brave enough <laughs> um if you're brave enough take a look at what you might be contributing to that situation yeah um, and, and and it usually does come from you <laughs> well some of it right i mean it's co-created yeah. right any yeah, any yeah. relationship that's difficult is necessarily by design co-created but it, it's hard to look at you know your own ro role in things and just yeah so that's kind of a medium tip but it's already for you know not for the faint of heart as it were mm. um you've got to be ready to look at yourself haven't you? you've got to be ready to want the awareness to 
to make the shifts. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Like <laughs> I, I can't do anything for anyone who's not ready to look at no, those. Things. No, you, you might find someone else who can do that, but not me. And maybe a big tip would be to read your book. I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite keen to look at that. <laughs> um, you can read my book, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You can certainly read my book. It's available on Amazon, and if you, you know, if you want a signed copy um, and you want to pay for shipping, I'll send it to you. Signed. Cool. A question that I like to ask my guests that I've been asking in this series is, what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? My 20-year-old self, you know, I would, my 20-year-old self spent a lot of time wondering what's wrong with me, like, (laughs) and so the sooner you can get rid of that, the better now. It's not that easy, especially not easy when you're 20, (laughs) but like, no matter what, your life so far has led you to believe there's actually nothing wrong with you. <laughs> there's something maybe wrong with your the adjustment between you and the and your environment, but there's actually nothing wrong with you. I could have told her that and she could have heard it. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it, as well? You can tell people things, but they, they're not necessarily ready to hear it. But I think sometimes as well, it's more helpful when we do things and, and embody things ourselves. And then the people around us can see us change. I found that with my children who are all in their 20s now, that, that their perspectives have changed along with mine. I don't need to tell them anything anymore. They can we have conversations that are really deep that they bring, they, they start these days. So so eventually, I guess we all get there when we're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, you asked me that question. So that's what I answer. Yeah, At the yeah. same time, I'm just really at a point, but it's, it's having gone through the journey that allows that, but I'm really at the point that I, I really feel in my bones and in my blood, you know, that it's the journey that has made me who I am today. Yeah. 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 And I feel that now as well, even though you look back and some of the things that have happened have been really, really traumatic. I wouldn't be exactly where I am right now if I hadn't have had all of those experiences and I wouldn't be able to understand other people that have been through them. So it's all just, it's all, it's all perfect. It's all all meant to be isn't it do you have a favorite podcast are you a podcast listener in general I'm not a big podcast listener a podcast that I tend to enjoy is uh, Hal Elrod's podcast it's Uh called the achieve your dreams podcast so he has some really interesting guests and um, you know he's always got a lot of wisdom to impart with the caveat that he it seems to be easy for him to do some of the things he says to do, you know, you know what I mean? Like I I know for myself and for my clients, like, yeah, you say, you know, just decide that you're going to be happy. Well, yeah, (laughs) you know, that may work today, but it didn't work for my 21, uh, my 20 year old self. And it doesn't work for a lot of my clients who come to see me. Right. It's not not that simple. He he wrote the miracle morning, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the miracle morning for some people will be great because they enjoy doing those activities. But if you're someone that struggles with any of those activities, it's not going to, no, it's not going to bring you happiness. is it? No, no, that's right. And the podcast yeah. isn't about, um, you know, his book or about the miracle morning yeah. about, uh, you know, achieve your goals and living the life of your, you know, living life to the fullest or yeah, it's about achieving your goals. So in life and business. So yeah, I, I enjoy that podcast when I do listen to a podcast. And Sonia, where can our listeners find you if they want to come and connect with you? Um, so they can find me. Um, I have a website, 
That's Eudokima. So E-U-D-O-K-I-M-A dot com. And then put forward slash E-N for English because it's um, bilingual. Yes, I do everything in French and in English. Okay. English and, and in French. <laughs> and I'll put, I'll put those links in the show notes yeah. as well. And I, okay. I have a, I can give you a page with, um, I created a menu page that has a freebie and it has my free resources like interviews I've been on or blog articles and then another section about the services I offer. So I can send that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm sure that our listeners will uh, appreciate that. And then I'm also on the social networks, right? I'm <clears throat> sonyawires.udokima on Instagram and then somehow udokima.sonyawires on my Facebook page. Um, it In is, all the places. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, also LinkedIn. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been great to meet you finally. Yep. Thank you, Katie. Bye for now. Bye for now. So ask yourself, is this for me? Give yourself some memories. Learn to trust your intuition now. Thanks for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I trust that you will have heard something today that you were ready to hear and that it's made you feel a little lighter, more aligned and connected with your soul's purpose and you have been reminded of who you really are and the true nature of the power that you hold within you. My aim for this podcast is to bring love, light, wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of previous episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate and review so that you're notified when new episodes drop in and share this podcast with anyone that you think it may help to listen to. You can connect with me at soulfulvalley.com And if you scroll to the bottom of the website, there are links to my social media platforms.